0: Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Thursday, March 30th. It is the most exciting day of the quarter. Why? Not because it's the day before the end of the quarter, because today, this evening, we are conducting our first ever live webinar, Jill on Money Live. And guess what, gang? For those of you who are subscribing to this new service for that 35 bucks a year, we've got the extra content that you've been waiting for. If you are a subscriber to Jill on Money Live, you are able to hop the line and get on the air with us live, not just audio, gang, video. So for you the Jill on Money live subscribers. If you would like to join us for a video session, I think it's like a therapy session, Mark. (laughs) If you would like to do that, you will be able to do so. You've got to subscribe to the new service Jill on Money live. And then once you get through that paywall, you can sign up and it's going to be very exciting. Mark, I cannot uh, actually say to you that I will be camera ready every time. I think it'll be fun if sometimes I'm wearing a baseball cap. I will. I promise I will have showered. I, th- I think that's at the very least I could do that, right?
1: I think that's part of the appeal that this will be Mark and Jill real life. I mean, I certainly won't be camera ready at all times.
0: You might get a haircut every so often, but I, which would be nice. That's good, Mark. This is uh, the first time we're talking since you brought Theo up to the apartment, and the dogs went bananas on him. And I apologize for that. <laughs> he was fair, he was kind though. He was kind of calm, don't you think?
1: Yeah, he was probably a little traumatized. I'm not sure.
0: Oh, you think? Did he say I never want to see Aunt Jill again? <laughs> no, he did not. But he's off the dog thing. (laughs) Anyway, this is a program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. If you have a financial question, go to the website, JillOnMoney.com, and you can join us for this podcast. That is what Gary did. Gary's on the line from Michigan. Hey, Gary, how are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. What's up? What can we do for you?
2: Well, my financial advisor has me on a plan to retire. I'm currently 52. He has me on a plan to retire at 59. Me mm-hmm. and my wife. Okay. Uh, and I just want a sanity check to make sure this is all feasible.
0: I like that you have an advisor who you pay, and yet you're actually checking in with us. I feel very honored that we're kind of part of your process. So tell us a little, first of all, what kind of advisor is this? Is this a fee only? How do you pay this person?
2: Uh, monthly fee. Yep. Uh, through a semi-large bank.
0: Okay. So tell us about what you and your wife do. you Are are you both 52? Yeah, we're both 52. Do you both work? Yes, we do. Okay. Tell me about the income that you guys have.
2: Uh, So I make $127,000 a year as base salary. Mm -hmm. I get an annual bonus of Mm $18,000. And my wife makes $55,000.
0: Are either of you or both of you entitled to a pension?
2: No, neither one.
0: Okay. And are you both using a retirement account right now? Are you putting money away pre-tax or post-tax if you are using it?
2: Uh, A bit of both for me. Uh, My wife is just doing 401k.
0: Okay. How much is in her four oh one K?
2: Her four oh one K is thirty three thousand.
0: Is she maxing out? Or are you maxing out both of you guys?
2: She's not maxing out, but I am.
0: Okay. What's in your four oh one K and what you said partially. So give me the part that's first the pre-tax. What are you putting in? What it and how much is there?
2: Pre-tax I'm putting in twenty thousand five hundred a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing catch-up of sixty five hundred a year. Mm-hmm. And my total right now is two seventeen.
0: Okay. What else do you have going on in your financial life? Because you don't have tons of assets saved. So I want to see how you're getting out at 59. How is that working? Yeah.
2: Okay. So uh, I do have a bunch of IRAs. Mm-hmm. I do have stock and I have mm-hmm. some restricted stock.
0: Okay. Let's do the IRAs. Give me a total of the IRAs first. Uh,
2: uh, total of uh, 189,000 for me.
0: 189,000 for you. Okay.
2: And my wife has 53,000. Okay. And some stock? So the unrestricted stock is 250000 Okay. And then I have restricted stock that I can't sell at any time, just basically when they have a liquidity event.
0: Okay. So- the unrestricted stock right now, it, do you have, is this a publicly traded company or not? Yes, it is. So you could sell it right now if you wanted to? Yes, correct. Tell me about your home. Do you uh, own it? Uh, yes, we have a mortgage on it. Okay. What's the house worth? Uh the house is
2: worth 410,000 a year.
0: Total. A year, I'd like that. <laughs> I wish. Every year it's fantastic. How about a mortgage outstanding? Uh balance is 196. Uh what's the interest rate on the mortgage? 3.1. And do you guys own any other rental properties or anything like that?
2: We just have small property up north that we use for camping
0: for yourselves. Yeah. You don't rent it. No. Okay. What about other things? How about children? Do we have those? We all have a Adult children that are moved out of the house. Oh, that's good. How much you guys spend? This is an interesting situation because I, I got to tell you something. This is no slam dunk that that you're laying out for me so far.
1: What was the what, what was the unrestricted amount or the restricted the restricted amount of stock? So the
2: restricted stock, the vested amount so far is six hundred fourteen thousand, mm. and the unvested is one hundred twenty four thousand.
0: But I mean, which is fine. But again, I, it's hard to count on it.
2: It is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, totally. How much money do you spend?
2: That's a good question. Um, Thank I f- you. <laughs> I feel like we spend probably more than what we should, but a rough estimate's uh, between 1800 and 2000 a month. That's it? What? And you spend more than you should? That's not including my mortgage.
0: Okay, let's put the mortgage in. So let's say 2000, how much is the mortgage? Uh
2: 2300.
0: Okay. What about other stuff? What about vacations? Are you giving me like that 2000s, like utilities and this? And like, what about going out to dinner? Is that all in there?
2: No, that's not including vacations, but that is, you know, electric cell phones going out to dinner. How
0: about if, so you're telling me with the mortgage, it's 4,300. Can we say, let's say 5,000 a month. That's probably what the real number is. 5,000 a month. What are you going to do if you're retired 59 anyway? That's like very young. What do you got going on here? Like there's some other stuff going on. In other words, when your advisor says, yeah, you can retire at 59. Is that advisor presuming you're going to do some part time work at 59 or what?
2: I could. Currently, I kind of like my job. But in a few years, I could see that changing. Um, There's times where I just don't feel like going to work.
0: Oh, poor you. Aunt Jill is feeling the heart for you. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. (laughs) I think there's a problem. I don't know about this. I presume that the way the advisor is looking at it is the advisor saying you have 750 grand of this restricted stock, right? Vested, unvested, right? And I presume that what this person is doing is saying, okay, between the restricted and the unrestricted, there's a million bucks, right? And then is probably also saying, adding up what money you have that's been saved. So uh, let's see, maybe another 500. Do you have some money in the bank?
2: Uh, Just like 11,000.
0: I'm guessing the way this person may be looking at it is you got $1.5 million. But even then, I mean, you don't spend that much money. I don't think it's 59, dude. I'm sorry. I I mean, I want to make your dream come true. But I think it's a big bet to take that, that 750 grand in stock. And assume you can cash that out. First of all, you have to pay tax on it. That's number one. Number two, you have to pay tax on the money that's that's uh, not been taxed yet in the IRAs. And if we're looking at five grand a month, I don't know. Like it's a long time to social to you can claim social security. So I feel like I'm missing something. Mark, am I?
1: And then you got to pay for health care too. I'm assuming until he's 65. So that five grand might go up, right?
2: Yeah, his thinking there was uh, he's estimating a thousand dollars a month for health care is it 65 or 62?
0: 65. So, so you have $6,000 a month of income that we have to get to from 59 to 65. Okay. So we need to, where are we pulling that money from? You know, like that's not, that is not chump change. That's real. Your full retirement age, what's your social security benefit at 67 for both of you?
2: 4,400.
0: For both or each? Okay. Here's the, here's the issue as I see it. I think that if you can, Uh, There's a few ways to look at this. You may be able to actually retire early, presuming everything goes great with this company. But I don't know that. And I wouldn't certainly count on it. And I think that it's a, I think it's a false premise for you to count on it also. Not that it can't happen. I just feel like uncomfortable making that assumption, not really knowing, right? A lot can happen in the next seven years. So what I see is this, chances are you're going to have to work more like until 62, unless there's, you know, some way you can kind of go part-time 62 to 65 or 59 to 60. We need you to get health insurance. We need you to keep covering your expenses. And then once your social security can kick in, you can float a couple of years before social security. I'm just not, I'm not certain. And I don't feel good about floating eight years before social security, eight years at 72 grand, you know, that's a lot. But again, I feel like I could totally be proven wrong happily by the way, if all of a sudden like there's a, a liquidity event and you call me in two years and you say, guess what Aunt Jill? Guess what I actually that money that's 750 grand in restricted and unrestricted it's a million and a half dollars. And then I think we're talking. but I think until the liquidity event it's very difficult to plan on that. Mark, do you agree?
1: I agree. I'm not ruling it out completely. I think it's possible. The good news is they still have several working years where they're going to be saving a lot of money. So that that's good. They're going to keep accumulating. It's going to keep growing. But the, the stock is the real wild card.
0: Exactly. We don't know how it's going to play out. And I don't want you to like pin all of your hopes on that because I also don't want you to be crushed if it doesn't happen that way. I'd rather you have like, oh, what a pleasant surprise. This thing happened and there's a windfall versus, oh my God, I'm 61. I'm killing myself. I can't believe this didn't happen. If you guys can kind of wrap your heads around that, then I'm game. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I hope that happens also. But I, I got to tell you so many times, I used to do a lot of um, speaking engagements for Salesforce. And I'm telling you, I used to have these conversations with these people all the time. And I would be like, take some money off the table, take some money off the table. Throughout the pandemic, I did a whole bunch of, a whole series with these people. And the reluctance to take the money off the table when it was there was so staggering to me. You know, sales Salesforce stock is cut in half since then. And it, it, it breaks my heart. So I would rather you be a little bit more proactive about taking some of the money off the table, especially because you have a huge position in this stock. So that $250 that is unrestricted that you tapped for the truck, I would start tapping that and building a a diversified non-retirement account. And I would feel so much better if you could start pulling some of that money out, paying the tax that's due, diversifying. And, you know, if you're wrong, then the other part of the portfolio is going up dramatically. And if you're right, you're going to be happy you did. I feel like I'm crushing your dreams and I feel bad a little bit.
2: Uh, no, you're not. Uh, it, this is what I need, a reality check, right? Let's make sure I'm on track and I'm doing the right thing before it's too late.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, who's this knucklehead broker or uh, advisor? Because I'm a little concerned about that that, that is the – I guess I'm a little nervous that they're putting that out to you when maybe it could be a little bit pie in the sky.
2: Yeah, I've been using for several years. Uh, I thought he's been pretty good. But yeah, as I come closer to retirement age, that's why I called you first, sending a check.
0: Mm. I I mean, I would want a second opinion for sure. I mean, I'm a second opinion, but like a real second opinion. I'd like a little more information about this person. I just want to make sure you're being taken care of. Okay. Um, Do you have your estate documents done?
2: We do not. We just recently got married a couple years ago, but that is on our list of things to do this year.
0: All right. Do me a favor. Do that. Then sell some of your stock to pay for the estate attorney and uh, let's get that stuff done. OK. All right. If you are like Gary and you want a, to maybe, I don't know, double check, triple check, get another opinion about what your advisor broker um, person has told you, give us a holler. Just go to our website, JillOnMoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air while you are there. Buy the new book. It's called The Great Money Reset and subscribe to our brandy new service, Jill On Money Live. Boy, I'm hawking a lot for myself lately, Mark. I got to stop doing this. Don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple. Do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow.